Welcome to Machine Learning. Well, I read this article the other day, and uh, it um, was an interesting article on why machine learning uh, has fel- had initial failures in uh, in co- companies, and so they were doing uh, rack shack surveys of different companies. And they wanted to know what the what were the main reasons for uh, in, uh, AI machine learning initiatives, and then what were the main reasons for failure on those initiatives. And uh, the two main uh, initiatives, again, like what I was saying yesterday, were uh, growth and profit, and that's always the the motivation for a business to spend money is that there's going to be growth opportunities or profit uh, because businesses by their their definition exist because they can earn a profit so they're looking for uh, ways to improve their services or products through uh, use, usage of AI in retail and uh, you know more selective uh, marketing, more uh, intelligent uh, configurations, recommendations for their, for their customers, um, and uh, looking for anomalies, you know, or changes in, in behavior through analyzing the data. And, and uh, one of the big complaints that uh, for reasons of failure were uh, lack of skill, expertise, outsourcing, a lot of the technology is being outsourced and the quality of data is poor so they um, they uh, have bad data need to you know it's causing problems in the pipeline failures in the pipeline you have uh, uh, missing data or you have data that's hard to gather and so you know they're utilizing things like the cloud um, and they're trying to move data to the cloud so that they can uh, begin to do their analysis. So there's a lot of data engineering uh, work in cloud, like uh, Databricks, you know, trying to get... Trying to get uh, scalable systems and and so forth. Um, So... um, uh, yeah, that lady just pulled out in front of me. That's kind of scary. Anyway, uh, so that, that's what uh, it looks like. Uh, we're we're moving. Our main reasons why the uh, uh, AI ML failed was uh, is because of data quality. So then, it, then it begs the question: Why are why is uh, why are companies outsourcing the uh, their pipelines, their AI pipelines to third world countries? You know, is it uh, AI and ML so easy to do now that uh, they they can get the the labor uh, at a discount by going to third world countries? Um, what about American universities? Are they not? Uh, Perform, putting out students of a high enough caliber that 
and talent caliber that they can do the work. So why are American companies not hiring uh, U.S. students to do the ML AI engineering? To me, that's kind of a mystery because, uh, you know, those pipelines are, uh, they, they affect, you know, the profits. So you're, you're improving efficiency and, you know, the, when things go wrong in the model, either to changes in data or, you know, maybe there's an error that's crept in, uh, who is fixing it? You know, where's the domain knowledge? And, and, and it's almost as if they're saying, you know, domain knowledge is not really critical. So if an AI ML pipeline breaks down, you know, it's not the end of the world. The ERP stays up and running. Yeah, we don't run as efficiently, but we don't, uh, it doesn't, uh, we don't, we're not concerned about that. So, you know, AI ML initiatives, they said, um, account for like a million dollars per per company. So when you look at a million dollars, that's not really that much, you know, maybe that's a, a manager and maybe two or three employees. Uh, so then it's questionable about uh, uh, what the impact on, you know, a company is for failure. So they're, they're kind of like, well, we know we need to take advantage of these initiatives, but, uh, um, and we know we want to capitalize on some, some of the inefficiencies, and we've got a lot of data. We want to throw these deep learning networks and, and see if we can get some uh, predictability from the data, you know, and so, um, you know, and, the, and like we've talked about, that uh, deep learning networks can discover signals. So, they, yeah, they, you know, once they find the signal in the data, then that brings them their attention to that data and they begin to uh, focus strategies on, on better understanding it. And so that's kind of what I've done is I've, I've used uh, the AI ML to analyze uh, different different uh, data and then I've, I've been able to uh, understand kind of what was going on in the data and then uh, build some power BI visualizations that kind of highlighted it. So I use one to kind of understand the distribution of the data, what it's doing and others to, to highlight it. And then lately with A-B testing, uh, you know, introduced the idea of, of hypothesis testing, you know, you know, uh, so start formulating hypotheses. But, the, you know, it's interesting that it takes quite a bit of time to, to observe a system and then uh, begin to build hypotheses about the, the system and then, you know, see if there's a statistical significance to support the uh, comparable difference between the variables. Uh, because that's what you want to do. And then if there is a comparable difference, then you've got an improvement. So you can then begin uh, you know, asking different questions about the system to test the hypothesis and uh, and uh, you know that level of experimentation is very important because then you start creating systems and procedures for attempting to answer those questions and that then brings it uh, you know and then th then the question is where does the business fit in the loop and you know what are the business goals you know how does the business goals translate into uh, focused domains for 
the machine learning? Well, that's a good question, you know, because, uh, you know, how do, how do uh, businesses think of AI, you know? Oh, I'll just make it more efficient. Okay, well, what make what more efficient? Well, just make our profits go up, all right? So in what area? Uh, operation efficiency, automation, marketing, uh, you know, employee churn, customer churn. What what is it that you're you're wanting uh, to do? I don't know. We're just frustrated. Make our data better. Okay. So nominally uh, research. So to see these these things are kind of uh, um, challenging to try to understand from the business side because you're translating into lots of technical detail. You're you know if you have a staff, you know you're you're getting some mandates and and uh, directions to go and so you begin to focus and, and experiment and build and um, what I'm starting to believe is that you build you know you go with the idea you, you know you don't know so you're approaching the unknown and it's much like a startup uh, you really don't know you have to be careful about your engineering you have to be careful about your assumptions uh, you have to inspect the data you got to validate your models uh, you have to do some statistical controls you know, these are all really good things and, and, and big businesses have a lot of these procedures in place. They, you know, they do the statistical control, they do the Six Sigma, you know, they've invested into black belts to, to create a culture of analyzing and studying the data. And, and, and now with machine learning, you know, you're, you're getting an acceleration into the world statistical control because basically uh, wherever you put that ML AI network is it's going to be looking uh, either for groupings or trends or classifications and actions that uh, that can be automated and so then you're you, you start seeing significant improvements in performance. And uh, so the usage of technology will help with planning. Uh, you know, you could use AI to uh, try to balance out, maybe use a reinforcement learning algorithm for scheduling and trying to figure out uh, best configurations. And so maybe you go from best configurations to you know some there's a bias in it and meaning that uh, you know certain people are are going to be doing more work getting more overtime because of demand and uh, because they they're willing to do the work and their skill set is such that they're critical and they want to get the project done and, and those type of things and so they're getting the overtime well, and you know, and, and the overtime is expensive. You know, the uh, to, not only to the company but to the individual to pay a higher tax bracket, a higher amount of wages, and and so forth. Uh, and uh, those those are factors that have to be considered when you're analyzing the data. Maybe that the the reinforcement learning algorithm analyzes you know the last twenty years or ten years and uh, looks at different uh, uh, configurations that it, it balances for trying to achieve its goals. So you have some policies in place and you have some goals and, uh, and it's trying to optimize to those policies and, 
and then he you know produces a, a, a great configuration uh, and so then you take your, your your resource matrix and try to balance to that and uh, then the question is is you know would uh, the so you have the, the idea of a human uh, allocation of resources and, and planning knowing exactly you know what amount of time it takes and when resources become available and then you have the the reinforcement learning algorithms balance you know how close will it be to the human expert to the what the machine discovers and uh, you know what if there's a disagreement between the two you know will one take precedence over the other so that's um, um, those are some certain things that uh, you know you have to consider as you look at uh, at the, the machine learning algorithms and how they how they relate to uh, to to business, and so I, in some ways I kind of like thinking, you know, how does uh, machine learning relate to travel? Well, we've seen some of it where you know with the PySpark work um, where it was trying to analyze using a, a, a random forest tree which uh, which airline flights would have delays and uh, how long those delays would last and uh, and so there was flight delay maybe maybe also another good area for machine learning is comparable flights costs so you know, looking to see, you know, how long would it take to get from point A to point B, uh, which flights would offer the best rates, and, uh, and uh, you know, weigh that out maybe against customer satisfaction, you know, so you put, put a number of variables in, and then try to get uh, the machine learning to give you a probability of which, which, uh, uh, which flight would be the best for you. Um, Another area could be social network, where you're looking at sentiment analysis and uh, context uh, interpretation. So, you know, it reads uh, it reads the um, social media and, and all the acronyms that they're now being used, and then it translates that into uh, a summarized statement of what that content is saying. So rather than having to read all of it, you have a short paragraph that condenses the most important uh, ideas in the in the article or in the transcript. So maybe there's a dialogue between two people, and, and uh, if the machine reads all the dialogue and then summarizes uh, the content into one paragraph of what the, the interchange is about. Uh, so there's also the social media sales you've got e-commerce catalog recommendations you know trying to find similar products uh, also not in just similar products by category but maybe also similar products based on what uh, similar people in the demographic so find uh, similar people in the demographic which might be education uh, location, culture, sex, etc., gender, um, the, and, and group them together 
and then make recommendations like we were talking about uh, maybe it's analyzing and finding a commonality and then making introductions so in the past, businessmen made introductions to other people that they, they felt uh, could be beneficial in a connection. Maybe now machine learning will analyze profile, uh, run background check, etc., cetera, uh, analyze the person's data, and then make recommendations. Just kind of like Facebook is making recommendations of people that you might like. Um, so there's usage of AI there. Uh, healthcare, we've talked about, you know, classification of diseases, trends in diseases. You know, maybe people are uh, not getting vaccinated, and maybe the you know, you're trying to predict whether or not they'll get they'll choose to vaccinate based on uh, demographic of the group. Another one might be renewal of premiums. You know, premiums are going up, they're more expensive, uh, different configurations cost different amounts of money. And, uh, you know, I'm currently paying about twice what I paid when I had a family. I, well, I still have a family, but when I was raising a family. And, uh, and uh, so the pressure is really on to uh, uh, figure out, you know, what what uh, is going to work for healthcare as the as different uh, different coverage plans have uh, different premiums, and so it's all a function of coverage and premiums. And so machine learning could be analyzing uh, everything that's available and trying to fit the the coverage and premium best to your situation or to your group. So maybe it not only it could be the standpoint of the medical insurance, but it could also be from the standpoint policyholder, uh, from the, the subscriber. So trying to, you know, get uh, good good uh, recommendations that way. Well, my daughter's, you know, she's got, she went on the uh, public health and she got a, a coverage plan that cost her about $100 uh, a month and for her and her daughter. So it's just great because she's a, you know, it's a student, she's going to college, she's working, and she's got her house, and she's keeping coverage for her and her daughter. So that's wonderful. And with my other daughter, I'm like thinking that, you know, it might be time for her to get off my insurance. I have two daughters on insurance and I maybe it's time for them to get their own insurance so that they have their own coverage. And then I'm looking at the HSA program and I'm thinking, you know, I've got to, I should put as maximum amount of money I can in the HSA because that becomes then that health savings account for um, paying for deductibles and, and uh, medical costs not covered by insurance. So that, that could be something that uh, um, is pre-tax deduction, and that would work. That would work for my advantage to to have that. So um, there's a lot of things when it comes down to making decisions that's going to uh, be affected by taxes. And so you you know you have you cannot ignore taxes. They they. Uh, 
um, play a factor in your strategy on on where to to spend your money. And uh, so, uh, yeah, a lot of companies out there. This article said uh, about eighteen hundred companies out there thinking about AI and uh, ML, but. You know they're kind of wandering around aimlessly, looking for that uh, project that's going to give them the payoff that they're they're hoping for. 